Hey sisters, this is a live from the Set Free Sisterhood Facebook group where I answered your specific questions. Make sure you grab a journal, you have a pen when you listen to this because there's specific ways that you can work through triggers and make new choices and there's new ways that you can shift some beliefs about your current situation. So listen in and as always, reach out to me with any questions or if you're curious what it would be like for me to walk alongside you on your journey. Hey sister, do you feel stuck? Do you feel like you're living each day over and over on a loop? Maybe you feel like a failure because you keep telling yourself that today will be different. You wake up each morning hoping to do better, but when the afternoon rolls around, all your promises to yourself are shot. And society screams, you deserve to have that drink, eat that piece of cake, and scroll mindlessly through social media. Hi, I'm Michelle Porterfield, certified mindset and breakthrough coach, mom of three, former daily wine drinker, excuse maker, and promise breaker. Coffee's my jam, dry shampoo is my BFF, and I am so glad you're here. I have created this community to help you walk in faith towards freedom from alcohol and other strongholds like it. Together, we will work to show you your value, your strength, and your ability to overcome. So pop in your earbuds and go for a walk, or buckle up for your commute. Girl, get ready for straight talk and the truth, because it's time to elevate your mindset, develop healthy routines, and begin to thrive alcohol-free. How's it going today? This is your questions answered from yesterday. And just so you know, you do not have to wait to ask a question for when I um, do this. So if things pop up as um, throughout the week, then you guys just pop them in there and ask questions because this is great. Um, actually, I'm recording this for the podcast so that the women that are out there who probably have the same questions and maybe the same scenarios will get answers as well. So let's start. Dana says, um, I want to get some help with anxiety when around family. Um, there's no tolerance. Okay. So part of this is um, what we call the trigger cycle, right? So when we're around family, and y'all can use this and kind of visualize your own scenario, like how this may work out for you. So the trigger is, I'm around my family, there's um, anxiety. So the first thing that we wanna do is, we want to recognize the trigger. Is it around uh, certain, certain people in our family? Is it around the kids? Is it around a certain time of day when I'm coming home? Is it all the time? Um, which I doubt it. Um, there's not many universals that we have. So when, when is it happening? Where is it happening? Who's it around? Where are the triggers coming from? And then I want you to really take note of where it's showing up in your body. Okay? So where do you feel the sensation? I know when I feel anxiety, typically it's sort of in the chest area, maybe in the stomach, things like that. And really just describe how how it feels and this this structure for this teaching this is something that if you are um, watching the replay um, go back and get get a notebook out and write this stuff down if you are listening to the podcast later same thing take some time to write this down so first we want to recognize it because this is not something like in the beginning obviously there's resistance and this is actually happening so it's not like hold up 
let me check my triggers. Let me find out where it feels in the body. But I want you to start recognizing when the triggers come up so that later, hey, Chris, so later after this process happens, then you can go back and do this work. Because the thing is, if you want to change and grow, you have to take the time to do it. You cannot just take in this information that I'm teaching, other leaders teach, you know, anyone that you feel like is teaching good and important information, because information without implementation is useless. Okay. I heard that from my mentor coach in the beginning of this journey for me. You can take it in and take it in and take it in. You can listen to all the podcasts. You could listen to all the books. You can listen to my teaching. You can listen to plenty of other teachers, preachers. And if you don't implement it into your life, it's not helpful. You're just going to have a bunch of stuff up here that's not actually taking root and taking action. So back to my point. Begin to recognize when these triggers come up. Begin to be aware. This is sort of your awareness. Okay, when am I feeling like this? Who am I around? Where is it in my body? The next part is, why am I feeling this way? There's a, you know, some people use this in some recovery groups. I've heard it in therapy, counseling, coaching is halt. Am I hungry, angry, lonely, or tired? That's a really easy one. You know, have I come into this circumstance or situation already stressed out? Is this person who is making me more anxious? Are they, you know, do we have something going on? Do I feel embarrassed? Did something happen? Do I feel stupid? Is there relationship issues already? Really assess where the why is coming from. And it doesn't have to be big. It could just be like, because they're daggum annoying, you know. I, they're getting on my nerves every time I'm around them. Well, then we need to reassess what boundaries you have, your relationships, things like that. All right, next. Then ask yourself, you know, what is your typical response? When this happens and you feel anxious, what do you normally do? Do you normally yell, retaliate? Do you normally uh, run away? Do you shut down? Do you drink? Do you eat, overeat? Do you cuss? Do you binge watch? Like, what do you normally do when this resistance and this feeling comes up? Um, and I'm naturally calling anxiety resistance because it, you know, for me, that's what I feel. I don't, I don't like to feel that. So what can we do? You know, we're, we're talking about, when we're talking about anxiety and depression, I want everyone to make sure we understand that there is clinical, chemical, relationships to both of these things but they're also i believe there's a spectrum right there are seasons of anxiety seasons of depression there are reasons and things that happen that cause us to have different levels of these things so when we use it in this term i believe it's just like i'm feeling anxious and stressed out when i'm around my family it's more of that so what's your typical response do you disconnect drink eat yelling screaming okay Next one, you're going to put down, what can I do instead? So before we even start the rewiring process in the shifting of, first of all, why is this situation happening over and over anyway? What's going on with this family member? 
the the deeper work, the first thing we do is go, well, what can I do differently just right now, this time or the next time? Because we've got to re- recognize, we have to have the awareness this, this stuff is going on so that we can actually do something about it. So what can you do instead? Maybe kindly walk away from the situation. Go find a quiet space in your home. Um, maybe you need to call a friend that she's your girlfriend, that she always cheers you up. And, you know, you can just call and vent. Maybe just going for a walk. Maybe you have been practicing um, the art of deep breathing. Things like that. Typically, when I'm like more of a, in a tizzy or stressed, if that's just, y'all think about the energy, what that feels like in your body. Yes, deep breathing is huge because we got to get the air down into our lungs, but I typically just don't want to sit down and relax. And I typically don't want to just journal at that point. That's going to come later, right? In that moment, I need to get that junk out of my body. So it's going to be more like movement. And if I'm really um, further into my growth of this, because just because we're talking about this, it doesn't mean it's not, it's not going to... Um, it's just going to go away, right? In the beginning, this is just miserable. So what I would do now versus what I did, you know, six months in was now like I would like, I know I have a playlist of my favorite music and I would crank up my favorite music and dance around or go outside and walk and like physically like shake that junk off, move it out of your body. Okay. So that's, that's the first one. Let's take a look. All right, y'all have any questions? Um, comment below if you have any questions. Let me know if you're here. Obviously, if you're live, I see you said hi. Awesome, love you. And if replay, same thing. If you're watching the replay, just act like you're here live and comment as we go as I'm talking. If anything jumps out to you or if you have any questions, go for it. All right, the next one is Friday night meeting friends for drinks. It's a routine every Friday. Going to go and have seven up or not go. That's an option too. So really what this is, is, um, so it's a matter of routine right now. So it depends on where you are in your, in your stage. So, um, I actually had this conversation earlier. So really what this is, is in the beginning, I say that a lot in the beginning, uh, in the beginning can be ladies, I want you to really think about our journey in life just like anything else we do. My journey is going to look different from yours. Yours is going to look different from hers, whether we're talking about a fitness journey, a wellness journey, a removing alcohol journey, um, learning learning a new a skill or tool journey, like getting a real estate license or becoming a hairstylist. Like it's we can't really put timestamps on it, right? But in the early days, these are things that we really have to just understand that in order to be the most successful, it's choosing to change our routine. It's choosing to put ourselves first and not put ourselves in a situation that would cause us stress or triggers, right? Um, <clears throat> and then there's a season Maybe you're getting past that issue of, of routine shift. Because I find that a lot of times when the routines changes, you really, you begin to desire doing something different anyway. 
um, when we're in the routine of, yes, I want to see my friends and hang out. Um, we go to this great place. We love the music and we love the drinks. And this is part of our thing and I look forward to it. Well, when you begin to change your mindset and you change your desires, then typically what happens is your desire to do that goes away too. And you're like, yeah, I still want to enjoy my friends and I still want to go out and do things. But why would I want to put myself in that same scenario? Because I mean, was that place really that cool after all? Or did we like it because that was kind of our cool place to hang out? You know, maybe, maybe not. Just That's just a thought. And then later, you know, part of the process is maybe having a wingman. I love that terminology of just like having that girlfriend or that buddy. Like if you do, let's just say in a few months, you've been alcohol free. Um, a situation comes up, maybe a concert, you know, like I love concerts and we hadn't had concerts. It's been two and a half years and I want to go. Well, typically around the concerts, maybe there's drinking, right? So that's when I would put into place a, um, a plan, a very clear plan and strategy. And that's if I have been alcohol free and I feel like uh, I'm okay with putting myself in that situation and have a wingman, have somebody there that like knows your deal. She's with you. She's like, yeah, girl, I'm not drinking either. You ain't doing it. And like y'all are in this thing together, kind of make it fun. Uh, enjoy the process, things like that. And so y'all know that y'all going in it together with the plan. You're enjoying the process with the plan and you're going out with the plan. If there's any sort of temptation or struggle, y'all know you have each other. Like she's your boo. Like that's it. That's how we're going to lock arms with this person, right? And it may be just a situation where like, you know what? I don't know that I'm ready to put myself in that situation. And keep in mind, we're talking about a season, like a little, if y'all think about this process that we're going to go through, just a blip, it's a blip in our lives. Just think about how long, if you're someone that's been drinking, I drank for years, years and years. And for the last chunk of time, I drank almost every single day. It was very rare that I took a day off, right? If it takes me six months to a year or maybe a little longer before I feel like I can like truly be out and not care about alcohol, is that not worth it? Is that not absolutely worth it? That little tiny piece of time for the rest of my life to be able to just bloom and bear fruit, as the Bible says, so that I can bear fruit and I can um, shine my light to other women and show them the joy and, and not to mention the, the, the pride I feel in myself and the celebration of, you know, how I've grown in my mind and my self-control and how I've been able to like, you know, your hair looks better, your skin looks better. There's just so much to it. Your memory, your like, just your total intellect. It's just amazing when you get to that place. So that's super important. There's a couple options there. And then the last one, <clears throat> which I actually spoke with um, Carrie in a little more detail too, is we talked a little bit about, um, you know, going out to dinner and being in that place where you're like, I'm cool. I'm 109 days. You know, I, I was going strong and it's good. But I still just felt some resistance. Felt a little anxious during the day and then kind of anxious at night. You know, came home. It was kind of emotional. 
Well, really what that is without going too much into that particular scenario and that personal conversation is let's look at the whole day. Let's look at what we were thinking on the way to the dinner. So let's just say this dinner's scheduled. Same thing, um, you know, but you may feel confident and ready to go out to dinner and know that this has been, I know for sure that this has been a situation that's happened before. Go out to dinner and be fine not drinking. So there again, it depends on where are we going? Well, how do I feel about that? What are my thoughts about the restaurant? Who am I going with? You know, is this somebody that I connect to, connect with? Why am I going out to dinner with them? If they're drinking, then, you know, like what is our relationship? What's the scenario going to look like? Um, and just really how you're thinking about it. So this is one of those times where we really want to learn to assess our beliefs about the situation and then really deciding how we want to choose to move forward, right? So main thing about this one is, well, there's two pieces to this. First of all, I'm going to break this part down first. If we're going somewhere and we're already feeling anxious and we're not, really excited about going or we're really looking forward to hanging out with that particular person or that particular couple, then what we need to do is we need to remind ourselves what fuels me, what lifts me up, what can I do to care for me and nurture me right now? Because let's say I've been working all day. It's like I used to do this on Fridays and it was exhausting. Like why do I used to plan date nights on Fridays. Why? Friday's my longest day at the salon. It's the end of the week and I'm tired. I don't want to come and get all, you know, freshened up and go out again. It just doesn't make sense. So I had to learn like that's not a good night for me. So let's just say you're doing this and it's sort of an agreement that you've had and um, <clears throat> we're not going to just bail on people either because we want to do this, right? It's really looking at what fuels me. I'm feeling tired. I've had a long day at work. I'm feeling a little anxious. So what can I do that, you know, knowing that I'm going out and I've got to pour my energy into other people. And sometimes, depending on where we are in our life, who we are, how we're wired, sometimes that would fuel us and energize us, right? To be around other people. Sometimes it depletes us. Like we want to be around other people, but we know it's going to be very draining, so we have to realize, so what fuels me? What's going to give me some energy boost before I go out to dinner and hang out with them? And what's going to give me some energy after? So we're sandwiching, you know, caring for ourselves in between this potentially uh, energy depleting thing. So what does that look like for you? Is it maybe you take a nice um, relaxing walk alone, like really intentionally have alone time before you go? Um, is it taking a nice hot shower because you are going out and playing some soft music, you know, playing music that you like, you know, maybe it's taking a little nap, um, whatever, whatever your thing is, whatever you know. And that's something that we'll work on if you want to, all of us. And if you don't have this yet, have a little list of what things you know energize and, and fuels you. When I say fuel, I mean like healthy energy, like what feels good. And what balances you out? Kind of have a list of those things, okay? So that's one part of this. The second part is if it's resistance around, man, I really, it sucks that I can't drink. You know, it sucks that like I'm, I'm this far in and, you know, everybody's drinking. I'm super annoyed. And then it's like, it makes me sad. Like, what's wrong? Like, what's, 
you know, why am I still feeling this way? Or, you know, why can't I drink? Or, you know, am I doing the right thing? Or, you know, I'm just super aggravated. I'm watching them drink and I'm super jealous. Like, I don't know. These are just all the things that I would potentially say in my head. That's when we need to get to the source of it. And this is where the next little step comes with um, repattering your beliefs, right? What beliefs must you have about blank? So here's another thing you're going to need your journal for, right? If you're taking notes, ladies, okay? If we're talking about, let's say, the statement would be, what beliefs do I have about going out to dinner and drinking wine? That could be the statement right there. That could be the one statement. Or it could be, what beliefs must I have about what it requires of me to um, drink or not drink, hanging out with friends. Like whatever that, that, that thing is that's the actual resistance, there's things like, um, what's my beliefs about money? What do I believe about um, myself? What do I believe about um, my friendships? But in this situation, it's like, what are, what are my beliefs that are, they're coming into conflict? Because that's what's making me uncomfortable. And then we find the source of the story, right? We still have to start digging and we have to go, okay, so if I believe that I'm not going to enjoy myself with on this date, where's the source of the story? Why not? Why won't you have fun? Um, have you ever seen a time or ever had, have you had a dinner date before where you have had fun without alcohol? Well, what did that look like? Does it have anything to do with the people that you're with, the restaurant that you're with? Like, really start sourcing what's going on. Is it because you're tired? Is it because you hadn't had fuel to, to fuel you up before you go? Do you just don't stink and want to go out tonight? You know, like, source the story. And then the next question is, what is this costing me? Y'all have heard me say that a lot because it's a big deal. Because so we have to really recognize, what is this costing me? It's costing me um, mind drama. Mental obsession, mind drama, is costing me probably low energy. Um, probably not showing up my best and being, you know, as engaging and, and fun and kind as I would like to be. Um, it's causing stress. It's causing me maybe uh, issues in other relationships, maybe with my partner or whoever I'm with. Whatever. What's it costing you? The next is find a more empowering story. Such as, you know, I'm going out to dinner tonight and I am so thrilled that I don't care about drinking anymore. And remember, sometimes we have to say things as, as true statements, like now statements, even if we don't really believe them yet or don't know that we will believe them yet, if that makes sense. Hey, Allison, thanks for jumping on. Um, so that's what we're going to do. Like how, what is a more empowering story? And then <clears throat> how can I show up with this new story? Like what is me, if I have this new story, I'm feeling empowered now. How am I going to show up? 
and list out all the ways you're going to show up. I'm going to be in better mood. I'm going to be positive. I'm going to be like, oh, girl, I'm so proud of myself. You could sit over there and drink your wine, but I don't need my wine because I'm going to go home and I'm going to have a clear head and I'm going to be feeling good and I'm going to sleep like a baby and I'm going to get up and work out in the morning and you might just be feeling kind of rough tomorrow. You know, whatever, you know, that's kind of just that fun. Have fun, like have fun with yourself. And then I want you to spend time finding evidence. Doing the thing, find the evidence. Find the evidence to source your new story. That you do get to go out and you do have fun. And you do enjoy these encounters and situations that maybe you haven't experienced before. Um, And each time you do it. Now, I don't want you to go and you do stuff and then forget. It's kind of like when we're struggling with working out. This is a good one. But we make ourselves work out anyway. We always feel good, right? I feel like that's a universal because I've never really felt like, man, I wish I didn't work out today. I don't, I don't, I don't ever recall feeling that way. But what I do is sometimes I forget. I forget how good it makes me feel. So what I want you to do is as you're going through this journey, um, I want you to just recognize like each time you accomplish something, I want you to sit in the feel goods, you know, sit in the self celebration, like sit there and go, man. I am so proud of myself for showing up today. That workout felt great. I'm like, I kind of feel sore and that's kind of good. I really love how that feels or, you know, or even if there's some things that let's just say you do, you go, you do go out to dinner and then maybe you're like, man, that food wasn't that good. That waiter, they were a little slack, but I did good. And I, um, I kept my composure and I really made it through and I'm like, I've got this. I've got this thing. I'm going to be able to make it through. And then it's going to get stronger and stronger and stronger. So I hope those tools have helped you. If you have any more questions, the feed is still in there from yesterday. You can tack them on and I'll answer them in there. Of course, um, I will also, if you'd like, send you a voice message in Messenger and just kind of um, touch base there with you. But anytime you have questions, let me know. I am going to pretty much um, take a break this weekend from social media. There's some content that I'm working on. uh, I'm working on a three-day workshop to kind of bring to y'all this next month for those of you specifically in this group where we can work a little bit more on, um, you know, finding the fun and having a little bit more of like the self-discovery piece and figuring out who we are and you know, what we want to do. I feel like just get exploratory a little bit and then learn a little bit more about self-control and the the power of what that looks like. And I don't know what all is going to come yet. I feel like um, I just need to take some quiet time away and, um, and really work on that. So I look forward to talking to you soon. Hey, Dana, we're almost done, but I'm glad you're jumping on. I answered your question first, so go back and watch. So y'all let me know if you were here for the replay. If you have any more questions, just put them right below here or any comments. And I hope y'all have an awesome weekend and see you soon, okay? Stay blessed. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. Every so often, I will read reviews and give shout outs. To dig deeper, join us at Set Free Sisterhood over on Facebook. 
I will pop the link in the show notes. And don't forget, if you know someone that would enjoy or benefit from this podcast, share it with them and take a screenshot and post it in your Instagram stories and tag me. It's time to take back our power, ladies, and be set free. Until next time, stay blessed. Michelle.